listening to Coast to Coast Latino. This is uh, Trish Hinojosa out of San Antonio, Texas. She's a country folk singer who sings both English and Spanish. And uh, her uh, parents were migrants from Mexico. She won uh, an award in 1992 for Best uh, Folk Album. And uh, she uh, uses her music to bring attention to the issue of uh, migrants, to the issue of farm workers, and of course to the issue of uh, children living in poverty. Tish Hinojosa, if you get a chance, check out her uh, music on iTunes. Of course, you can also check them out on YouTube. Uh, she is uh, very dynamic, extremely talented. My name is Adrian Perez. I want to thank you for joining me here, Coast to Coast Latino, the Friday edition of Coast to Coast Latino. We're brought to you by the Vida de Oro Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to the arts and enhancing the community. Uh, by the way, the Vida de Oro Foundation gave away close to 300 gallons of milk uh, a couple of days ago, uh, donated by several supermarkets. The pandemic has created a very uncomfortable situation, and Vida de Oro Foundation realizes that it's critical for families in need to be provided the proper nutrition to be able to overcome any illnesses uh, or for that matter just to fill the an empty stomach we're also brought to you by u-haul u-haul of course is available to you for your storage and moving needs and our other sponsor is oic tax services if you find yourself in trouble with the IRS, you might want to contact OIC Tax Services at OIC.com. And when you do call them, make sure you ask for Bob. Again, this is the Friday edition of Coast to Coast Latino. A lot of things to talk about today. Uh, we only have 30 minutes. I get it. But let me tell you, we try to pack as much information as possible. Uh, the things that are happening in the election process is is just incredible. This week, President Trump refused, refused to ad acknowledge that he would allow for a peaceful transformation in the event that he lost the election. Instead, him and the White House and all his uh, 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 enablers are out there telling people that he intends to challenge the election if he loses because he sincerely believes that that the the issue is going to be the ballots and in fact this week he even said we should throw out all the ballots uh, this is not the thinking of a republican this is not the thinking of a democrat this is the thinking of donald trump whose ego is so large that he would have a lot of problems with the idea of losing an election. Will you commit to making sure that there is a peaceful transfer of power after the election? Well, we're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about 
the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. I understand and, that, but and, people are rioting. Do you oh, commit to making no, sure that there's a no, peaceful transfer of power? We want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. This is what happens when you elect a rookie to the most powerful position in the nation. Uh, this guy's a former game show host, and his experience prior to that was being a developer, primarily buying slum property uh, and 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 getting rid of the uh, the slums that included all the people, poor people in New York who were living there and building new high rises, building hotels, building uh, uh, resorts, etc. And believe it or not, he's run a lot of these businesses into the ground. He has filed for bankruptcy a number of times. He even bankrupt his own casino, his own casino. He was found guilty of running a sham uh, training school and you know, the, the, the investigations are nonstop into his administration because it's one of the most corrupt administrations we have ever seen in the history of the United States. He has over 260 investigations going on, and he pretends like it doesn't exist. He keeps calling everybody else a crook. He keeps calling everybody else a, a, a scam artist. And so now with the election... Coming up in less than 40 days, we are looking at him challenging the outcome if he loses because he is claiming without any evidence that there's going to be a major fraud on the election ballots. He said it. He said, let's get rid of the ballots. You know what that means? Let's get rid of your voice. Let's get rid of whatever you consider to be right. Because your vote, quite frankly, will not count. Unless he wins, it's not going to count. Really? Since the beginning of the voting in this country, over 250 years ago, there has always been a peaceful transition between the candidate who lost and the candidate who won. We had a challenge when George W. Bush beat Al Gore, that went to the courts. The courts forced a recount, and George W. Bush won. Uh, it took about a week to do all of this. Okay, What he's looking at is finding ways to make sure that this thing is so convoluted, so difficult to understand, that he would, in fact, remain president as long as it takes. So if it takes the Supreme Court, which he's about to nominate a replacement for uh, the late uh, uh, Ruth Ginsburg, if, he, if it goes to the Supreme Court, it could take months, months. On January the 20th of 2021, there is supposed to be a transition and he would tie it up in the courts now the Republican Party leaders are saying no in fact McDonald uh, who's uh, his his primary supporter 
uh, in the uh, U.S. Senate turned around and said, no, we are going to have a peaceful transformation. Marco Rubio said, no, we're going to have a, 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 a peaceful transition. And yet the only one who doesn't believe that there's going to be a peaceful transition is the president of the United States. How presidential is he? He's not. He's never been. Again, he's a former game show host. All he understands are TV ratings, and all he understands is how much people should praise him for being president of the United States. It doesn't matter that 200, over 200,000 people have died because of COVID-19. It doesn't matter that he that Russia went out and offered bounties on American soldiers. To this day, he has actually failed to fight for anything that's truly American. I mean, some of us talk about, well, no, he did a great thing with the economy because he went out and renegotiated trade deals, and so we're getting a better end of the deal. Really? Farmers in the United States who rely heavily on trade with China, for example, uh, have gotten such a raw deal on his renegotiation with China and his tariffs that farmers are being paid by taxpayer dollars to make up for losses. How many of you are aware of that? How many of you are aware that Donald Trump is not a Republican? He's not a Democrat. He's a Trump supporter of himself. It's all about him. And it's all about how he sees the world and how he believes it out of function. What you say doesn't count. That's why he wants to throw your vote away. What you say, what you think as an American, is irrelevant to him. Okay. Now, voters, all voters, whether it's whether it's uh, uh, a, a, a newly uh, deputized immigrant or someone who was born here and has now reached the age of 100, all voters are going to be at risk of getting COVID-19 if they are forced to go to polling places, unless the polling places have actually made every effort to make sure that social distancing, mask wearing, and maybe even temperature taking are, 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 are happening at the polls to ensure that you don't pick up COVID-19. But yet, it's like, it doesn't matter. Because if you vote by mail, it's going to be fraud. Some of us have been voting by mail for a couple of decades because we find it convenient and we know that our vote counts. Okay. As a result, we have states now that are also offering options for you to track your own vote by mail. Uh, we have, we have uh, individuals, wealthy individuals, who've stepped up to the plate to help out voters to ensure that voting takes place. We have arenas that are going to be converted into giant polling places. We have uh, 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 professionals athletes that are taking time to become 
poll workers. And by the way, there's still a tremendous need uh, of poll workers if uh, you want to really participate in the election process. Contact your local uh, registrar's office. It's a great way to get involved in the election process. But here's the deal, folks. He is taking your voice away. You should be angry. You should be frustrated. As it is, he's already taken away your ability to think independently regarding COVID-19. Over 200,000 Americans, Americans, red, white, and blue Americans, have died as a result of his inability to lead the country in tackling this issue. He knew about it back in January. Did he do anything about it? No. He admitted it on February 7th on a recorded tape to a journalist that he knew about this. He knew about COVID-19. He knew how we were spread, and he also knew how dangerous it was. And yet a week later, he turns around and tells everybody it's like the flu. We have been lied to. We have been misled. And now we're going to be having our voice taken away by this president. As Latinos, we should be extremely outraged. I know that he currently has approximately 30% of the Latino uh, uh, registered voters supporting him. But those 30% need to listen, okay? Uh, it's not a thing of Democrat versus Republican. It's not a thing of conservative versus not conservative. It's a thing about an individual who has decided to become your dictator and you are following a dictator you're no longer following a president of the united states of america red white and blue you are following an individual who has made a decision that your voice doesn't count it doesn't matter that your life doesn't matter and yet here you are following the guy around Listen, there's a big reason why so many Republicans have said enough is enough. And they have stepped over the line and they have said, you know what we need to do? We need to oppose this president. We need to make sure that anybody else gets elected other than the guy that's there now. We can't give them uh, another four years. Okay. If you look at Joe Biden, of course, he's not the greatest. There's no question about it. We have concern. We all have concerns about Joe Biden. As Latinos, you should be concerned about Joe Biden. As Latinos, you should not only be concerned about Joe Biden, you should be concerned about Kamala Harris. Okay. Remember, Joe Biden was part of the Obama administration, and the Obama administration deported over 3 million Latinos. Okay, they're the guys who started setting up the cages for the youth, for the kids. They're the guys who destroyed tens of thousands of families, Latino families across the United States. Kamala Harris, it was her staff that lied in court to ensure that young Latinos were sent to jail. 
even if they were innocent. These people lied to make sure that young Latinos were sent to jail in California. Want proof? All you need to do is go to the LA Times. They ran a very extensive article, set of articles, on how just corrupt and how terrible the Kamala Harris Attorney General administration was. Okay, many of us didn't want her to be senator, state senator. She won. Uh, now she's going to be vice president to a, to an individual who deported over three million Latinos. Okay, so no, we don't have the best selection, but anything is better than a dictating fascist like Donald Trump. Make sure you vote. If you haven't registered to vote, register to vote. My recommendation, go out, get 10 people, family members, friends, get 10 people and vote as a block and tell others to do the same thing. If we get 10 blocks, that's 100 people that would vote. If we get 100 blocks, that's 1,000 people that would vote. If we get 1,000, that's 10,000 people, and so on. This thing needs to move. It needs to have legs, and it has to happen during the election process. Some of you are able to vote now. Go out, get your vote, get your, get your ballot. Okay, if you're still not able to vote, then my recommendation, you still have time to go out and do something about it. We need a change at the, at the executive level. Donald Trump is not a good president for us to maintain for another four years. I want to change topics now. I want to get back to the states. California and Texas are on the verge of, of being the controllers, if you will, of Latino votes. California is already at 40% of the, the state's population. The majority of, 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 uh, of the people here in, the, in California are people of color. The same thing is going to happen in Texas. Okay. What has to happen is that we need to get our own people elected into positions of authority, into positions of power. California keeps electing pretty much the same old, same old. We haven't seen a change. That's not good. It's not good for public policy. It's not good for education. It's definitely not good for the economy. Here's the problem. In California, because Democrats have been running the state for approximately 30 years now, we keep seeing taxes going up. We keep seeing support for public unions going up. What we don't see is support for the average middle class individual of any kind. We keep getting hit by taxes. We keep getting hit by pushes to unionize our work. We, get, we keep getting hit by ridiculous pieces of, of public policy 
that don't support the middle class worker. In addition to that, we see zero effort to really protect and preserve and enhance our small business owners. If it wasn't because the uh, California Chamber of Commerce pays attention to every single piece of legislation and then pushes hard lobbying to kill legislation that will either hurt small business owners or just kill jobs in general, uh, if it wasn't for them, we would end up with pieces of legislation that make no sense, like Assembly Bill 5. Assembly Bill 5 was passed two years ago in an effort to unionize contract workers. And basically what it did is it forced anybody who contracts an independent employee all of a sudden has to provide uh, benefits to that to that employee and has to provide uh, paid taxes on that employee. I mean, if if they are a a contract employee, why do you have to give them all these things? And it's all based on a court ruling that happened two years ago. It's had a very very negative impact on our economy. Let's let let me explain to you how ridiculous this thing is. If you have a band you're a musician and you have a band and you're the leader of the band you form the band and you guys are pro performing for weddings uh social gatherings etc your band members need to be paid as if they were your employees that's what this law does we need to get rid of the law because the impacts are ridiculous Okay, this year, the unions are pushing several pieces of legislation that are going to really hurt us even more. Okay, they want to increase taxes. This is during this pandemic, understand, where businesses are shuttering their doors left and right. People are moving out of California like it's, you know, like we've never seen, be, seen before. And these guys are still pushing a huge tax on large property owners. Well, large property owners also include individuals who have these big giant solar farms. Those solar farms have been able to provide electricity and clean energy to hundreds of thousands of families at a much lower cost than, than fossil fuel. And it's clean energy. And yet, the state wants to figure out a way to tax them for having all this property. Well, guess what? Those guys are going to pass that gas, that tax fee on us as consumers. And the same thing goes with individuals who have a large number of, of properties with that are that are rentals. And I'm talking about many of them are affordable homes affordable rentals for individuals who are barely making it. And what they're talking about is increasing their tax, the taxes on those property owners. Well, guess what? Those guys are going to pass it on to the renters. 
We need to stop these pieces of legislation. We need to, to, to stop the ridiculousness of, of the thought process of many of these individuals. They have to understand we're still going through a pandemic. This pandemic has created a major economic crisis, not just in the United States, not just in California, but in the entire world. The entire world's trying to figure out how to put things back together. But yet here in California, we're figuring we can put things back together and keep increasing things by increasing taxes. My goodness, why don't we start looking at some more basic things? Let's reduce the size of state government. Let's reduce our full-time legislators into part-time legislators. It works great in Texas. Texas has part-time legislators. Why can't we have part-time legislators in California? We also need to look at what is it exactly that's so critical that we need to pay for? And then tell us about it. Stop skirting around the issue. Tell us about it. If you're an elected official and you're 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 sitting in a in a position of authority, especially in the budget area, tell us about it. And more importantly, tell us what kind of equity you're applying to these taxes. Because if you're going to be taxing us, the bigger question is where do you spend it and who benefits? Where do you spend it and who benefits? And if I can safely tell you that if it's not being spent on the 40% of Latinos that are living in the state of California, you're missing your mark. And you shouldn't be reelected. You should be thrown out of office. Yesterday, several experts were talking about, on television, were talking about what is California becoming. I can safely tell you that I agree with them in their conclusion. Their conclusion is California is starting to ask a lot of questions and asking, why is it that we have to be blue? Why can't we turn red and give the other guys a chance? And I think that's what's going to happen in California. If we look at the Central Valley in California, as well as almost all the rural areas, they're Republican. City councils are Republican. County supervisors are Republican. School boards are Republican. And I can see where cities like Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, Sacramento will also become Republican because we've seen a huge, huge number of homelessness with zero effort to really tackle it. I mean, I hear the legislature approve $122 billion for to address uh, homelessness, but we don't see any action. We don't see the end result. Instead, what we see are more campgrounds growing uh, in our in our parks, in our waterways, destroying the land, destroying our waters. We're not seeing results. We're not seeing action, and we need to see action. We've seen the most amount of blight that we've ever seen before. Buildings in downtown areas like Oakland, Sacramento, Los Angeles, San Francisco being boarded up to keep people from breaking the windows. 
It's turning very ugly. And let me tell you, unless the Democrats wake up one morning and realize that they've been traveling the wrong path, they're going to wake up one morning and realize the, Cal the state of California has become another Republican state. Let me share with you, for example, the, the frustrations that our Latino community is facing. In terms of property values, Latinos have a tendency to go out and buy homes. We buy homes. We buy property. And that's part of our culture. It's part of our nature to own property. Since 1980, homes in white neighborhoods have topped out at an increase of $200,000 average. $200,000 average. For Latinos, it's way less than that. Our properties have only increased about $120,000, according to a study. That tells us that there is a major disproportionate level of value of our homes compared to the white neighborhoods. Okay? Is that a Democratic doing? Well, believe it or not, the Democrats have the ability to fix it. And it's not just properties. It's also health care. The coverage of health among Latinos is a lot worse than it's ever been before. Let me give you another study that, that, uh, uh, that assessed the impacts of COVID-19 on Latinos. Latinos in Virginia are 49% of the coronavirus cases, 49%, and yet they're only 10% of the state's entire population. Those are just a couple of uh, disparities that I think are critical for us to pay attention to. The, uh, the uh, Kaiser Family Foundation is the one that went out and did this study. And uh, you can find out more about it, of course, by going to the Kaiser Foundation. Well, that's it for my time. I appreciate you uh, taking the opportunity to listen to our Friday version of Coast to Coast Latino. Uh, I want to suggest to you that you go out and find some of the virtual celebrations of Hispanic Heritage Month in your area. If you want to hear more of our podcasts, visit us at coasttocoastlatino.com that's coasttocoastlatino.com check out our website uh, if you want to share something about our podcast if you want to provide us feedback send us something in writing please latino at coasttocoastlatino.com that's latino at coasttocoastlatino.com again my name is Adrian Perez I appreciate you joining us each and every week and until Wednesday of next week have a safe and wonderful time. Nuevamente te soñé y sigo preguntándome por qué.